0: radio this is not everyone is jonas but i am joined today by a uh i believe four-time champion of everyone is jonas hugo award-winning writer twitch streamer and devotee of a devotee of apollo and dionysus danae wilding how's it going today? I'm, I'm never tire um, of, okay. of that hugo joke by the way i'm sure sorry i'm sure you've noticed that i'm never gonna tire of that uh hugo award joke That's totally fine. You're
1: the only person that's done that joke to me, actually.
0: But this is probably the fifth time I've done it in a uh, public setting um, with an audience, (laughs) Uh, so what it's referencing is that, uh, when was it? Maybe two years ago, uh, every writer on AO3, that's Archive of Our Own, received an honorary Hugo Award and (laughs) we- No, AO3 got the award. (laughs)
1: I'm pretty sure it was... AO3 didn't make the content,
0: did they? The writers made the uh, content. You should put it on your resume, honestly. I
1: should. It makes me sound like an actual real writer.
0: I mean, like, how many words have you written this year? Would you say? Oh, I was
1: actually adding this up, like, last night, and I think it's just over 150k, and it's all fanfic all of it.
0: 150k is huge, though um that's like it's a big book like brandon sanderson stephen king levels of output um I'm a little annoyed at stephen king at the moment he's uh standing up for joanne anyway you know I don't have heroes. i was about to
1: say too i'm like i he writes too many books
0: he does i just read... you know
1: my feelings about him we I, talked I about do. this during like the first everyone's bonus i
0: do i do know your feelings i mean i just read his latest uh the institute i didn't like it mm-hmm. um it was like i've only read one book which
1: one <laughs> i only read one book in my whole life that's one no oh, the um good, the good fuck if i remember what it was called
0: what happened it wasn't like
1: book? one of his well-known ones it was okay i'll describe the plot to you okay, so there's um a writer
0: this
1: out. and um uh, a tragedy befalls him so he has a mental spiral and so then he goes to a cabin so that he can write a book again, and then ghosty things happen.
0: That could be one of like twenty different books That's... by Stephen King. It's absolutely the, the shining is 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 the one. <laughs> uh, but why don't we talk a little bit a bit about you now and stop talking about uh Stephen King? Um, yeah. So you are a Twitch streamer. Yes, I would say. And um, what? Uh, what have you been streaming mostly lately?
1: Um, I've been streaming mostly Hades from Supergiant Games. And it is a hoot. It is very fun.
0: I've seen a lot of people talking about it, but I haven't um, played it myself. I watched a bit of you playing it. Sort of made me think mm-hmm. of, uh, oh god, and now I've forgotten Transistor. Uh, I don't know if you ever it's played It's the same that. company. Oh, it is? It's the same company, yeah. Oh, They also cool. did Bastion, which yeah. is
1: the other one that I've played from them.
0: Bastion is uh, an all-time favorite. It's such a good soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's what it's all um, about. The soundtrack
1: in this game is also very good. I finally got to one of the moments where there was like singing, and I was like, good, thank you.
0: Well, I might actually have to play it uh, Play it now. I think I, I already um, intended to. I've been so into just playing Heroes of Might and Magic 3, which is a game from, I believe, 1998. And I've been... Nice. Not- playing it all year i'm just looking over Italia talia now uh and i don't know i probably played like a good 500 hours of it this year
1: i think you mention it almost every day or we'll be like <laughs> watching tv and there'll be a character who's really bored and you just always say like oh they just need heroes of Martin magic 3 and it's <laughs> oh, fun because it has a really long name <laughs> just everyone apparently needs this game
0: it is a, a real classic game and it's uh huge in russia um there's a very strong competitive scene there it's a strategy game it's sort of one of the first big uh turn-based world conquest kind of strategy games um but yeah hades that's kind of the convergence of uh two major interests of yours yeah so
1: (laughs) major interests
0: yeah we've got we've got uh indie games well three interests indie (laughs) games streaming and uh greek deities yes <laughs> how how accurate is it to uh your understanding
1: um as somebody that's a hellenetic pagan that worships the gods those gods um it's honestly i think probably the most i don't know accurate's a weird word to use but it's definitely the most respectful representation in media i've seen probably almost ever
0: well that's cool um,
1: like, I don't know. Accuracy is a weird thing because it's like, what is accuracy? But I honestly haven't found anything to be annoyed at, except one thing that, like I actually completely understood and was like, it's fine.
0: is it is it a, a spoiler to say what that is?
1: No. Um, basically, when you play Hades, what you're trying to do is you're playing a Zagreus and you're trying to escape Hades. So every time you do a run, you're trying to go from like the very bottom of Hades. Up through Tartarus, up through um, the fields of Asphodel, and then through Elysium, and so you have to like work your way all the way up. And then when you die, you go all the way back to the beginning. Um, and when I got to Asphodel, I was um, distressed because in game they made it so that one of the rivers of like molten lava has like overflowed and like gone over all of Asphodel. So it's like lava and fire, and it's very like hellish landscape. And I found it upsetting because I'm like, as Fidel is supposed to just be like the generic, normal, underworld. It's just supposed to look like real life, kind of.
0: Right. So. So I'm like,
1: that's where I'm expecting to go when I die, it looks, and I'm, it looks it's just like, not supposed to be on fire.
0: It looks more like the, the the Christian iteration of a of a hell.
1: Yeah, in the game, yes, and like I was concerned about that when I was first seeing um, trailers for the game because like they really framed like the god hades as like the villain in the trailer and um they had you know hades the place looking like a christian hell and i was like okay they they better not actually do this but then actually playing it when you get to asphodel they're like this is why it looks like this and i'm like oh okay like i'll take that yeah, they gave it you- like an in game reason for it
0: on the other hand what are some of the most egregious sort of disrespects to to the hellenic pantheon that you've seen in in games or tv movies
1: i mean the thing is the one that comes to mind immediately i kind of don't even want to talk about because it is like something from an indie creator Right. so it has a very big it has a very big following and i think it got like a show deal but uh
0: well we don't i I,
1: I won't i won't I won't name it, those who know will probably know when I describe that, but um, basically the worst thing I've seen was there was this story that features all the Greek gods, obviously, and um, they specifically frame Apollo as a date rapist. Okay. Like, uh, literally, and then also, um, just being a huge, like, chauvinistic asshole that's like, don't you know who I am, and like... (sighs)
0: Uh, yeah I'm completely in the dark. i'm 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 now assuming that that's not accurate um Mm-mm. I would say no <laughs> yeah <and laughs> uh when you when you uh partly why I'm asking this when you said asphodel see i i don't know much about uh the Hellenic pantheon outside of like i guess Xena warrior princess and Hercules you know that's a good basis and, honestly and the um uh disney's hercules as well uh mm-hmm. but where i know the word asphodel from is i don't know if you get into magic the gathering at all or if you ever have
1: i'm not that kind of nerd
0: <laughs> well i am that kind of nerd and there's a well i
1: didn't even say that in a mean way that's just oh, not no, no. the flavor of nerd that i am
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't uh, ever expect that to be mean from from you <laughs> but um, there is a plane that uh, the the game visits every now and then uh, called Theros, and mm-hmm. one of the most all-time powerful and reused cards from that set is uh, called Grey Merchant of Asphodel. And people just call him mm-hmm. Gary, because it's grey spelt with an A, and so I guess like it just looks like Gary. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And anyway, I was I was hoping when I asked that that uh, maybe you had some knowledge of that. But I mean, if you if you wanted to see a set of magic, maybe you'd like Theros. It's all based on uh, on Greek gods and Greek myth and astronomy, which is fun. Love it. Yeah, it's got uh, a lot that, of though. cool art. Uh, but anyway, um, this is a ostensibly a music radio show. Why don't we uh go to a song? Mm-hmm. How, how does that sound? Yes. All right. Absolutely. And let's see if I can make this work. Okay, so uh, I just got a a message not getting any sound, and I realized uh, in my infinite wisdom I had the the wrong track turned up.
2: You're missing out, it's a pretty cool song. That's on
0: me. Um, Let's get back into this, but this time I'm going to announce it correctly. (laughs) This is the walk ins with virtual reality. hear us talking oh no i'm goofing it today
3: Bye.
0: was the walk-ins with virtual reality you're watching or listening to cave goblin radio i'm xanthia vandalaya and i'm joined today by danae wilding um we had some some audio goofs on there so um i'm gonna uh i'm gonna edit in the um the song into the audio version if you're listening to this after the fact so you don't hear uh, me talking over it um get uh yeah i've basically unlocked a new level of uh production value with f- figuring out different tracks on my mixer but uh there's some old habits dying hard um <laughs> w- what do you think of that song Danae? oh it was killer i really liked it um, i was i was vibing i generally don't listen to songs beforehand at all because i want to have a uh a kind of raw reaction to it um i just click around a bit and see if it's going to be like super lame or um we did have one and i won't name who it was that was kind of pro going off your meds um hmm. which is not the best message uh for our viewers or anyone
1: there was like no disclaimer do it with your doctor yeah can everyone hear <laughs> right Talia? yes
0: cool that's talia my producer and uh fiance in that order yeah. um what was interesting for me about that video clip uh apart from the guy sounding like a like a cross between eddie vedder and um what's he called from creed is he looked like the lead singer of the band i was in in high school looked exactly like him
1: there's only a few types of like rock singers
0: yeah and that's one of them Mm -hmm. for sure i have seen quite a few people like that our band was called hot wax and the extra mediums and we had one track and it was called liam um, and it was really bad. Um, have you ever been in a band tonight?
1: I wanted to be in a band so bad when I was in high school, but no. What
0: I didn't play? know anyone
1: that was any good at anything.
0: Do you, do you <laughs> play any instruments or, or sing?
1: Absolutely not. I used to be able to sing. I am I could probably still sing, but, you know, like a year and a bit on T and my voice is who knows what it is. So
0: I feel like you could but get no, a, a good Wayne, Wayne Newton sort of range now.
1: Yeah, it's different because, like, I'll try and sing along with a Disney song and I'll be like, oh, nope, that I can't hit that anymore. But um, I guess you could say I'm a singer. I sang at the Sydney Opera House when I was like 10.
0: Really? Were you in that big mm-hmm. choir that did the Qantas out?
1: I was in one of the big choirs. One but, of those big
0: old not kid choirs. Not that one. I was in a big kid choir in Australia too. So we have that in common. What's with
1: Australian big kid choirs?
0: Uh, Australia is a weirdly religious ass backwards nanny state it's true the Um, only
1: songs i really remember is we sang like a really interesting version of like drunken sailor which was the best one because it involved cutting people
0: did you did you have to play the uh uh, play sing that quanta song that i still call australia home no oh that's good that's like a massive nationalist oh wait maybe
1: i did hold on i think you just unlocked a memory
0: (laughs) The, I've been to yep. cities that never closed down. That one, you've been tucking that away. But but now I'm in Sydney where there's a lockout. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's it took <tickled> them
1: something. <laughs> it's been long enough now that I'm like. Uh,
0: what's but to say before the uh, before the the break, the musical interlude? There we were talking about um, we were talking about Hellenic paganism. Um, yeah. Uh, mainly in reference to uh fictional media but how how did you become interested in this in the first place um i mean
1: it's one of those things where it's actually kind of like a weird long complicated story i can kind of like solidify it into a few moments one is that my first name is danae which is from greek mythology um so my mom was a greek mythology nerd as a teenager and then stuck with the name danae As like oh if i ever have a kid that's going to be the name um so it's the thing now where i'm like well what did you expect with what you named me actually and if um danae like in greek mythos is um perseus's mother weirdly enough so there's that and then um I was like getting into like witchcraft and like different kinds of practice and stuff like that. And for a long time, I was very anti-deity. Like I didn't want to have any sort of involvement with anything like that. And then I, mm, Aphrodite slipped in, which is uh, something that she does. She's a very welcoming and like soft presence. And then when she shows up, you're like, mm, maybe I'm okay with this. And I was like, I'm okay with this, but just this one. Well, I'd say and Aphrodite then for- is
0: one of the deities that most people would know about
1: yeah well i mean i think one thing i was going to say earlier when you said that you feel like you don't really know that much about the greek mythos i would argue you probably know more than you think you do because um greek mythology is like baked into the western canon that's interesting it's it's like the more you dig in and like the more you learn the more you see it everywhere it's like a lot of the symbolism and stuff that we use in our society is directly from like hellenetic stuff so you start noticing it everywhere but yeah I was worshiping Aphrodite and then um, I had a period of time where um, I was being approached by Apollo a lot and at the time I wasn't interested in further deity worship and I was like that's it actually and this includes when I was um, in Europe and I was like in museums of like Roman statues and I would walk into rooms and turn around and leave because I'd feel that energy and I'd be like nope I'm not interested and then um, by the time it was like the end of that year, I was at my parents' house and um I was going for a glass and there was a shot glass in their cupboard that I'd never seen before. And um I Oh, I have it right here. How about that?
0: Oh, a little piece That's of history.
1: Handy. Um, it's got other stuff in it. But I found this shot glass and I was like, where did this shot glass come from? How long has this been in here? And neither of my parents had ever seen it before. Um, it's a shot glass. I don't know if you can tell. That's Apollo on there. He's labeled. It manifested the,
0: in my parents' house, and now I own it. Classic Apollo pose of the slightly lean back to show off those ripped abs.
1: Just a little. Gotta show those hips too.
0: Yeah, it's a, a, a very, a very hippie deity in that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. That's uh, like my tattoo of him. He's pretty ripped in it too. It's hard to tell on the webcam, but got some killer abs. That's
0: actually a lot more defined even than the shot glass was.
1: Yeah. the shot glass is small
0: so is he is is he often depicted with a bow
1: yeah he is one of the gods of archery him and artemis his twin sister
0: see i knew about artemis but i i also somewhat get um muddled up uh with roman mythology because i i know that roman mythology is basically just rebranded rebranded greek mythology for the, the romans um but I know a lot of that from reading all the Asterix comics as a kid. Makes sense. Yep. And so See, I'm
1: telling you, you probably know way more than you think you do.
0: I think Artemis is Nike, right? It's the same. Nope. Nope. Okay, I'm way off. No. All right. Um,
1: Artemis is um goddess of hunting and the forest and um, uh, like virgin uh women. So like young women that aren't married off yet. Okay. Who, yeah. who is Nike so analogous to then? Nike is the goddess of victory. She's a minor right. deity.
0: And uh I guess wait, is, is Nike Greek or Roman?
1: I'm pretty sure that's Greek.
0: Oh, okay. I mean so, I can, so can tangled up like, in it too. There's there's a lot. Wrong. Um hmm? so uh Keith in the chat asks, uh, did you talk about the Apollo book someone sent you? Which is also up oh, there. Oh yeah, that's
1: up there too. Um, hold on. So this is funny because this was definitely one of those moments where I was like, um, I kind of need a sign for the situation that I'm in right now. And then this happened. So basically, um, it was when I was considering going back into a job field that I kind of didn't want to go into, but I was like, oh, I can't really say no to a job. So I'm going to do this phone interview. And before the phone interview, um, I did an offering to Hermes, who is God of like commerce and like, you know, kind of like working in systems and stuff like that because he's the god that's appropriate for that. But as I did that offering, I had um, a crow land right above me and stare right at me. And crows are um, Apollo's sacred bird. So I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, I'll ask you, I guess. Um, So then I had this interview and then I had gotten instant messages during the interview that I didn't look at, obviously, because I was in an interview. But when I went and looked, it was a friend in the States who was like, hey, I'm in a thrift store right now. And I found this old book that just says Apollo. It's mirrored, but it says mm-hmm. Apollo on it. Do you want this? I'm buying you this and sending it to you. And I was like, well, I guess that's a sign.
0: And is that <laughs> book about Apollo or is it just called Apollo?
1: It is. It's, um, it's an art textbook, actually.
0: Oh, that's cool. I, art history is something I know a bit more about.
1: Yeah, it's like 1908. Wow. An illustrated manual of the history of art throughout the ages. And Apollo's cool. the god of art, so that's probably
0: why that. Seems like he's got his uh, hands in a lot of different. That's all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, there's there's gods of everything. Like, do you... mm-hmm. thinking about, I don't know, Neil Gaiman's American Gods, right? Yeah. So, love that book. W- is there a, a, an analogous thing like, you know, when? the the Greeks the ancient Greeks were practicing Hellenic paganism we didn't have i don't know xbox mm-hmm. would there be a god of xbox like of games yes i just absolutely. looked at an xbox controller which is why i'm saying that i'm i'm really trying hard not to be facetious right now i hope you know
1: no 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 yeah, No, so. you're not at all because this is like totally like a brain game i have with myself sometimes where i'm just like oh what would be the god of this thing mm. and sometimes it ends up being kind of like a venn diagram like oh well it could be this person well it could be that person like it depends on different things so gaming absolutely hermes 100 because hermes is god of athletics and athletic games gambling chance luck um that makes sense i would also i would say that he's also um i would consider him god of like coding and programming and stuff too because he's god of language Huh? like hermes is kind of like everything modern kind of ends up going back to hermes somehow it's very interesting
0: i guess it'd be like that uh who so there's all the uh thinking about american gods again you get all the new <laughs> gods like uh Jillian Anderson, who I'll remember in everything <laughs> she's ever been in. And then there's that, like... You know,
1: that god. There's that tech god goddess. who,
0: like, vapes toads. Um, I So toads. I guess that'd be, like, kind of like a... Maybe some kind of reincarnation or offshoot in that scenario.
1: I mean, when you start talking about, like, you know, if there's new gods on top of it... Yeah. You get into a lot of interesting, like discussions regarding like how, you know, um, if you're going by what practitioners say as fact, there are, like, basically, every god has had some sort of presence in someone's life. There's people that worship um, Hellenetic gods, along with Egyptian gods, along with Norse gods, you know, and there's other people that'll say like, oh, these specific, you know, figures all seem to be the same person. And then there's also the idea of like, thought forms where it's like, if something's given, like, enough emotional energy and intellectual energy it kind of becomes its own entity in its own way sort of just how like i feel polar? about cthulhu right I'm like cthulhu's not you know a real thing but i would argue that cthulhu has its own spiritual power at this point because
0: enough people have, have put in the thought and practice and mythos into creating yeah. this tentacly based, yeah uh
1: yeah i would argue that it just depends on like you know how far you want to go down the rabbit hole with these kinds of things
0: well if we're going far back like historically mm-hmm. do you know much about the sumerian gods no because I, I i was looking that up recently um because you hear about people like worshiping moloch who who's like basically the god of the dollar and it's uh you know a lot of these like conspiracy theorists get wrapped up in this kind of thing but um, I don't know. I, I need a. I was I need to read more about that before talking about it. Um, but what was I going to ask next? While I think of that, why don't we go into a, another song? This one nice. is uh by the Van Rays, and it is called "Hey Barcelona." I'm sure it doesn't go like that. <laughs> Was the Van Rays with "Hey Barcelona"? You're listening to Cave Goblin Radio. I'm Xanthia Vandelay. We're joined by Denae Wilding. That was pretty cool. Hello. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I liked that one. I was I was trying to find some stuff about him. You can find more about uh, these guys at thevanrays.com. I'm just going on there now. I wonder if uh, if they're a Vancouver. Um, they're a vancouver outfit and they are they are so um that's cool not going anywhere with that but yeah head on over to uh thevanraise.com if you want to learn more about those guys uh and where were we we were talking about um hellenic paganism um and while that song was playing um we (laughs) we had two questions uh in the chat both from rubber possum um uh one more serious than the other uh do you have any book recommendations for beginners
1: oh um books are tricky um the best book i've read honestly it was a textbook at the library and it was like this thick i'm pretty sure it was just like ancient greek history or something but um honestly my favorite resource is totally free and you can access it right now it's theoni.com which is t-h-e-o-i sorry i'm super dyslexic That's all right um, and it is a website that has a lot of it's basically like a really good wiki for hellenetic stuff because you can search like each god each deity each figure um and it'll give you like basic information about the different stories with them as well as good basic information and then it'll give you um source quotes from various um like whether it's the iliad or virgil or whatever they'll be like here's some source quotes about this thing so you can learn a lot really quick and i love it
0: what what do you see as the uh the most faithful or like the um the best of those original sources when you say virgil or the iliad
1: Um, honestly, it's an amalgamation. In my experience, it's kind of like you take a bit from everything. Because one thing that's, you know, kind of frustrating having this as your religion is a lot of the original source material is either completely lost or um, was never actually recorded. Because mystery cults were a really big thing. um, Back in ancient Greece, which was basically just, you know, you'd have a sect, a religious sect, and they wouldn't share what they did in their religion outside of it. So you know, all those died with them. And it's like, it's really fascinating when you dig into that, too, because you get situations where, like, there was specifically an Aphrodite cult where Aphrodite uh, basically was a trans woman, like, was the ancient Greek version of a trans woman, and there's, like, statues you can find of her from that cult where, like, full dick, and it's great. Well, but, I, um, that's- yeah, so as a result, it's kind of like, there's a lot of little bits and pieces, you can kind of push them all together and you get an approximation
0: it's interesting you say that because um yeah one of the reasons i i know of of aphrodite is from the uh the etymological link of the term hermaphrodite which is i believe hermes aphrodite so it's like of male and female
1: um i believe it's based on um i i'm gonna have to look this up actually before i, I could say be it,
0: and I'm No, cuz be... I
1: think I think you're very close and I think it's mm-hmm. actually named after a specific figure who was related to Hermes.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: I'm going to go to Theony.com and see.
0: Um we've got a caller um in the meantime and Talia is just going to patch them through. Um Talia if they've is it you? Beep, Are you the caller? It's not me. Okay. Um uh if they've got the if caller if you've got the um the role you can hop on into the Cave Goblin Radio live channel.
2: Yeah, I just gave him the role.
0: Oh, Jesse, Hello. how's it going Jesse? Good. How are you? Well, thanks. So you have a question.
2: Uh yeah, Danae, uh, first of all, yeah. we've kind of been like I'm part of Cave Goblin, so I've been around your work and stuff, but haven't actually <laughs> talked to you. I'm just um,
1: passing in the night first yeah. time long
2: time <laughs> uh, i was wondering what you think of Town.
1: i haven't gotten to see it yet and i have this thing with musicals specifically where i can't just listen to the musical i need to absorb the whole thing all at That's once all together because because like i went to school for like costuming and theater and stuff so i'm a theater nerd at heart and um, especially something that's based on, you know, Orpheus and stuff. I want to see the whole thing all together. But I've heard great things, and I'm waiting for the good bootleg.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that after what happened with Hamilton, more productions will start releasing footage. Absolutely. But, but uh, like, so I love the album, and I. The musical is based on an album that came out like ten years ago. Now,
1: oh, I'm I really know that.
2: into that ages ago and then found out that there was a musical like a couple of years ago and was oh i'm gonna
1: have to find that original album then because that's like a loophole
2: yeah it's um by uh <laughs> anai mitchell or, or okay at least she's the writing. like primary songwriter but like annie defranco's in it a bunch of other like i think justin Fern is in it as orpheus a hmm. bunch of people cool um, actually, i actually haven't anyway. heard of this at but all one
1: of, one of the only things i know is i've seen um I've seen who's cast as Hermes, and I'm absolutely 100 percent yes. Oh, he we is love that
2: glorious. Did, they did. Um, is he someone who I would uh, know from general pop culture? No, but um, if you're interested <laughs> in <laughs> like seeing the like, I don't know who he is either. He's it's I it's think, Broadway.
1: They're yeah. Broadway people.
2: But they did an NPR Tiny Desk concert with a bunch of the cast. I think shortly Ooh. before quarantine started. So sorry jesse i'm just gonna
0: have to interrupt you real quick because i forgot to do this at the top uh curly curly says hades in Town got me gay and i actually want to give a special shout out to curly right now uh as being one of our new patrons at the 499 tier thank you curly it's much appreciated awesome. keeping keeping the lights on um you know so this doesn't happen um uh, and also, uh, Chai Kai from the uh, the the gang over at Adventures in Aurelia. I know they're uh, streaming right now, so they're probably not watching, but you never know. Um, oh, and I just got a little Steam pop up saying Chai Kai is now playing Among Us. Uh, <laughs> but Jesse, I'll uh, I'll let you get back to it.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean that was the main thing I wanted to ask, and I totally understand why that is, like why that is. Yeah. I- I, because I already had the attachment to the album, I was able mm. to do that, but I don't know if uh, if I was coming in cold, I'd be able to see it, watch it without... I held confused. out
1: with Hamilton.
2: <laughs> yeah. I held was, out. I, I didn't mm. so much.
0: I, mm. I, I'd like to, I to watch Hamilton, but I just can't stand Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> and I... Fair. Doesn't he play the main character of Alexander yeah. Hamilton, and he's, also everyone out in out the in universe finds Alexander Hamilton really sexy and cool? Isn't that the whole premise?
1: This the show's called Hamilton.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I the yeah. definitive Hamilton <laughs> to me is the first ever episode of Drunk History where Michael Sarah plays Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> and I it's don't
1: It's just <laughs> Hamilton the musical, but it's Michael Sarah instead.
0: Pretty much. Um I mean his performance would probably that. be just as good. It's it's pretty short. I'd recommend it. Um uh oh how long is it i was wondering maybe we can watch it as a team if it's if it's too long i'm gonna um put the kibosh on that it's usually
1: like 10 15 isn't it 10 15 i think it's too long that's t-
0: way too long
1: it's not prog yeah
0: it's not- <laughs> like, <laughs> no
1: a prog song would be appropriate at that length for this show
0: um but speaking of length of time and youtube i'd like to go into another song so um thanks for calling Jesse.
2: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, and um maybe I'll uh talk to you tomorrow during Cape Goblin party night
2: if you're there. Hopefully I will be. We'll see when I get back from work. Anyway, have a good one. Alright, you too. Cheers, Jesse. Cheers.
0: Alright, so let's head into a- another track. This is Rain City with Insomnia. Now I'm just gonna assume that Rain City also refers to Vancouver. Um, I believe producer super producer Talia um got a lot of tracks from some vancouver music groups yeah i'm pretty like i'm pretty in
1: the scene. yeah in that um i asked to join a bunch of facebook groups
0: and um you know we appreciate it let's uh play the song Unfortunately, the remaining audio for this episode was removed due to a DMCA strike by the distribution company of the artist of this song. We have reached out and are still awaiting a reply. If you'd like to submit your original song, go to bit.ly forward slash cavegoblinradio and please ensure your distributor is aware. If you have any questions, email cgr at cavegoblins.com. You can find Dene on Twitter at DeneWriting and Xanthia at XanthiaCA. Follow the show at Cave Goblin Radio. If you'd like to hear more from Dene and Xanthia, don't despair. We're working on a project together that will be hitting the airwaves soon. Thanks for listening to Cave Goblin Radio, live every second Wednesday at 7.30pm Pacific Time on twitch.tv forward slash cavegoblins. I've been Xanthia Vandalay. Have a good one.